Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Kyle and I are thrilled to have our podcast picked up by Full Swap Radio, your one-stop internet radio station for all things dealing with adult alternative lifestyles and sex-positive shows. They have programs for education and entertainment on such topics as erotica, swingers, polyamory, and they are all-inclusive. Hey everyone, this is Kyle Cannon. And Lily Cannon. And welcome to the Speak Seductively podcast. We have a guest that you may have heard us talk about when we interviewed Rick uh, from Black Velvet Seduction. Um, I guess it was about six months ago. Mm -hmm. We were, Lily and I were fascinated with the book covers and um, talked to Rick about our next guest and asked him if he could put us in touch with her. So um, without further ado, I just want to turn this over to our uh, guest, Jessica Greeley. Jessica, could you introduce yourself to our audience and, and tell a little about yourself? Hi, um, my name's Jessica. Um, I'm 29 and uh, I just got my first house. I've got two awesome dogs that are quite bratty. Um, they like to destroy things most of the time. Uh, I've been doing graphic design. God, I don't even know how long now. Um, probably about 10 years, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just really love it. And um, I thought I might try and do that in the book world. That's awesome. I think um, I'm, I'm going to jump right in because we're looking okay. through uh, Black Velvet Seductions right now. And oh, okay. um, is, is this the only uh, graphic design that you do for book covers? Are you solely with Black Velvet Seductions? Um, so I actually started out doing book design by chance because um, Rick just liked what I sent along and, mm -hmm. and um, like, hey, would you mind doing stuff for us? Um, I have done stuff outside of it. Uh, I get, you know, freelance stuff here and there, mm -hmm. um, even like stuff where the current authors go off and do some kind of other genre. Um, mm -hmm. will come to me and be like, hey, would you mind doing a cover for this? Of course, I always run it by Rick and I'm like, hey, you know, is it okay? And then he's like, oh yeah, sure. Cause I mean, it's a completely different genre, you know? Right. Um, I just did one recently for a book on osteoporosis awareness. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of just like, you know, coping with it um, from a personal perspective. So that was really cool. 
That is really cool. I think when Kyle was talking about where we uh, started asking Rick about the covers and everything, um, I'm looking at a cover right now, the one for Rainbow Desire, the LGBTQ plus oh, yeah. anthology. I don't know yeah. if you remember that cover or if you, you know, can recall all of the covers that you've ever made, but I, I I'm in love with that one. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I thought like the LGBTQ plus community is just so vibrant and like, I mean, they're from their flags to just the parades that they do. I was like, you know, let's do it like a really cool artsy style cover instead of like a very dramatized, you know, dramatized version of like a romantic thing. Cause it's really hard to put all of that, like every single part of that onto one cover. So I was right. like, you know, let's do a very androgynous face and let's do a very cool paint style, uh, very br bright, vibrant colors, you know, something very fun to yeah. just kind of represent that community. Well, it's really striking and I love it. And it really does because it's an anthology. It is hard to say what all the stories are within it. Um, yeah. But I think that one really captures like what's going on in that whole anthology. So um, I really, really am in love with that particular cover. Yeah, I, That's so wonderful. I, I think that was something Lily and I both jumped at when we were talking with Rick and looking through these that 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 cover just jumps out at us. And, and so many of these do. So I have to ask you as in, I, I write erotic romance and I've been doing some crime drama uh, books. So cool. I, as an author, I struggle to find somebody who can put my words to the cover. How, mm -hmm. how, do, you, how do you come up with your cover designs for a book? How do you go about that process? So it's very simple. Um, whenever I get an author, even like a current author I've worked with before, um, I'll ask them a series of questions and I'll ask for specific information. Um, and that kind of lets me sample what they're doing and then put that into a cover. So I'll ask for um, a synopsis of their book, a profile of like, you know, the character descriptions, like what is their hair color? You know, what's their personality type? Um, I ask for references if they have them, like sometimes they'll have actual like people that they reference um, and they want something similar, but most of the time they just give me the basic description. Um, I ask for, you know, like if there's something very important, like if we're talking about Lord of the Rings, you can't have Lord of the Rings without the one ring, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. that kind of thing. <laughs> So I ask those kind of questions and then I take all of that and then I, you know, read it all and then I try to create from there. Um, you know, I ask if it's like, what's their author name? Because sometimes, you know, they read under a different pen name or that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to make sure, obviously, we don't put out a book that's the wrong thing. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. then once I, yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> so um, once I've done the cover, I send that off to them and say, hey, is there anything you want to change? you know, this is the cover design. And then most of the time they're like, whoa, this is great. Sometimes they're like, hey, can you make this hair a little more dyed red versus mm -hmm. natural or whatever? Mm -hmm. um, that kind of thing. So yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so um, on the covers, uh, all of, they, they have people on them. Do you render mm -hmm. those? Do you use um, 
like any of the photo sites to to pull pictures how do you how do you put that together oh yeah so um most of the time what i'll do is i'll hunt through and try to find something like i kind of get like a picture in my head so i'll hunt through and i'll find stuff whether or not i get it on the first try great you know sometimes you you get the unicorn of the bunch and you're like oh this is perfect mm -hmm. all you have to do is mess with the face or like change this or change that um and then other times it's like okay well i'm gonna have to take xyz and splice them together to make a whole new human you know right. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes like um with you know like the threesome covers i've done in the past um from a previous artist that you know was with bvs um that was one picture and then another person and that's mm. just totally correcting things and then putting it together so it looks like a natural scene like they were taken you know that photo was taken in a studio versus spliced together yeah yeah you do incredible work i think it is um the the things you put together work really really well for these stories um do you ever read any of the stories that you're um designing for yeah sometimes um it's really good because i get the synopsis i'm kind of terrible when it comes to reading i'm a person that like i'll start reading something and i have to read it all the way through mm. um and then, you know, I'm also a person <laughs> that sometimes reads the end of a story just to make sure that I won't get invested <laughs> and be very upset. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's okay. Sometimes yeah. I write the end of the story and then try to figure out how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You understand. Um, but a lot of times it's a nice way to like, I'll read these, you know, things that I asked for. And I'm like, oh, this is just so cool, you know? And Rick's really kind. He always sends me a copy of the pub um in yeah. paperback which is just really nice of him um yeah so I usually will take the time and I'll try to read those just because like one um you know I'm invested in it I did the work you know and I really like what the author put out and they put you know like I said they put all their heart and soul into these things um which is why I want to reflect that on the cover it would be kind of a shame not to read it yeah, yeah yeah well and then you have a beautiful print copy of what you've created which is really awesome exactly. too do you have them all displayed like do you have a wall of like all your covers <laughs> i have a wall of all my covers they're all on my bookshelf and then um i have all my other books so you know romance science fiction classics they're all there yeah yeah <laughs> your well bookshelf all your whole your whole erotic wall your your wall of if you put all of your covers up would probably look pretty hot like yeah. my wall my wall of smut right <laughs> yes yeah everybody needs a wall of smut it's funny though <laughs> even even the the smuttier titles and and I know the books some of them the the covers don't look smutty they look classy and yeah, I think that's beautiful. what that that speaks to me a lot when I'm looking at the books now now the inside may be smutty as heck but well yeah <laughs> and we definitely judge books by their cover for sure like that 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 saying only applies to or only doesn't apply to books it applies to everything else but books so so I have another question because this came up in the conversation with Rick I you did uh the cover for when the night um when the white night falls right yeah yes mm -hmm. so do you remember doing that because 
I look at that. I, I have always said I try not to be a person who judges a book by the cover, but that's one okay. where I look at it and and it it's another one that draws me in that yeah, I, I want I want to read that book. And we've yes. talked to Virginia Wallace, so now I have to read. read well, yeah, book. now now I have to read it. <laughs> but yeah, what were you thinking if you remember when you put that together? It's just it it's amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, so Virginia was like was really cool because um virginia's work is like it's kind of dark mm. but it's you know it's like very dark um dark romance um and so when i read the description of it and everything that was sent to me um it was just very like chaotic and very like emotional um like the people were coming from like dark places um and I just kind of wanted to display that on the cover. Like he gave me a description of the um, female. And so I tried to give him the best version of her as I could. And I think if you see her face, you could probably guess which actress that kind of looks like. Um, but the shattered glass effect, I was, I was thinking like, you know, there's like a moment in the book where the character has like a kind of realization where something had happened that she had panicked about and kind of distanced herself from that kind of happens to her mm -hmm. um so because that happens to her it's like a coming to realization moment so that kind of bubble that she was in kind of bursts and i thought what better way to describe that in like a kind of glass shattering you know like the maybe glass bubble she had surrounded herself in shatters with that so i was trying to bring that to life on the cover that's so cool. I, I think one of the things that, that drew me, and, and now I'm going to sound too artsy-fartsy with this, but... Mm -hmm. That's okay. The, That's okay. <laughs> the, the edges of the picture blur, mm -hmm. it, it kind of draws your eyes to the woman's eyes in the picture. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then, of course, the title is clear as day, but, but it draws you to that. And when I look at it, I'm thinking... I want to know what's going on with this person's life. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to give her a very kind of sad, tortured look, you know, in like a very beautiful way, you know, like mm -hmm. nothing away from her beauty, but um, you can see the instrument in her hand and um, you can just see her looking up at the glass raining down her, like the end of the world is happening, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, I think I, like... I would... I was just going to say that the, that cover is, is mm -hmm. stunning. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate there... your compliment. <laughs> I know <laughs> we're just, we're just going to shed all of the, um, all the love onto you and you didn't, you had no idea this podcast was just going to be all about just loving you. It's <laughs> oh, so kind. That's so great. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Are there any that you can think of that you're like, man, I am so proud of that particular cover? Or, I mean, I, I know you've probably done hundreds of them, but that's a, that's a loaded question. Are there any you can think of that you're like, yes? Oh, gosh. Um, I'd say I probably am really proud of Patrick. That was the very first cover mm -hmm. that got me working with BVS. Was um, that uh, with Callie Carmen? Callie Carmen, yep. That's her series. Um, that's really what kind of got me in. Um, otherwise it would have been, you know, freelancing here and there. Um, this kind of got me the full-time work with BVS, which was really cool. 
Um, so I always think of that book because, you know, it's the very first thing that got me where I am, you know? Um, yeah. I really like the rainbow desire, which we talked about, mm -hmm. um, because that was just such a fun one to do and so different from anything I've done. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think if there's anyone that's like stood out quite a lot. Um, have you I'll, done um, all the other anthologies? Yep, I've done all of the anthologies. I mean, I think I've done every, I think every book that Rick has, I've done. Okay, so like Except Mystic Desire like, was yours too? Yeah, Mystic Desires was a really fun one. I actually was able to find that photo and then I did some manipulation on it. Mm -hmm. um, color saturation, manipulation on it. And that one I was like, oh, what, you know, everyone thinks like Mystic, you're thinking, oh, Warlocks, Wizards, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, well, why not something different? You know, I mean, foxes are awesome. Right. One. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the colors, cool. the colors in that are so vibrant. It's... Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. I don't know if there's any one cover that I could say is really memorable or favorite. I can remember them all. And I enjoyed working on all of them, you know, for different reasons. Um, I think my probably my favorite thing to do on any book is text. Which is a weird thing to say. No, but I always I'm going to interrupt you because uh, we're, we're scrolling through the book covers, and that was the question I was going to ask you: is how do you come up with the text and the font for the covers? They're awesome, um, unique. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I always think of like text as a separate thing. Like, um, I guess the best way I could describe it is it's like its own image. Um. Mm -hmm. Hey everyone, it's Kyle and Lily with an important message to all of our listeners. If you've been listening to us for a long time or reading Kyle's books, we hope you have heard the message we stress. It's the importance of communication and a sex-positive lifestyle. One of the key components of that lifestyle is consent. Remember, no means no. Hey everyone, I'm Lily Cannon, and I have to tell you about an amazing story I just narrated for author Lacey Cross. Her story is titled Free for the Night, a free use fantasy when couples play. It will be available soon for purchase on Audible. The print copy is already up on Amazon. And what would I like to tell you about this story? Hmm, well, it's very hot, maybe the perfect couple's fantasy story. So here's a short sample from Free for the Night to help you get in the mood. The mood to purchase the audiobook to hear more, that is. God, I am so sore. I gave Ethan another free use weekend, and let me tell you, he used me hard. I freeze right before I turn the corner to walk into the break room to grab a cup of coffee. My coworker, Tanya, is speaking. She's a younger woman in her early 20s, super sweet and friendly. A second woman remarks, shit, I wish I had a boyfriend. Your free use stories with Ethan always sound so hot. I really need to start dating again. The second voice belongs to one of the newer hires, Fabiola. I had noticed Tanya and Fabiola eating lunch together and chatting during work hours since they hired Fabiola a month ago, so it doesn't surprise me they're close enough to share details about their personal lives. Sex talk in the break room is a little risky, but I'm not one to judge since I've done it before. I'm approaching 40, though, so this was years ago when I was young and had a sex life to talk about. In the last year, things have gone extremely stale in the bedroom with my husband Rich, 
So I have no juicy gossip to give out, even if I had a work friend I'd tell. Rich and I actually talked about it last Sunday, after the third weekend in a row of no sex, and we're both taking the week to consider ways we can spice things up. The plan is to discuss our ideas Friday night and maybe get a little zing back for the weekend, since the kids will be going camping with my brother and his family. Its own living entity on the cover. And so what's what I usually do is I'll start with the image and then I'll move to the text last. And I try to base the text fonts off of what I want the feel of the, the picture on the front and the internal text to feel like together, like cohesive. Because I want it to be like, if I would put it independently and a, an artist does extra stuff with that, because I usually give them the text blockings that they can make advertisements for themselves. Mm -hmm. I want those to be identifiable as in, you know, as in like a logo, you know, I want it to be easy to recognize. If I see it over and over again, I'm going to say, oh, there was that thing. I knew, I know what it is. Uh, let me go find it. Mm -hmm. You know, just like what you do with a picture, you can, you remember that picture and then it bothers you forever. And you want to go find it when you search on Google. Um, same kind of principle, you know? So I always think of it as its own living, breathing thing. And it takes me a while. And I always try to live by the golden rule of no more than three. Um, and I try to mix and match. So it's either a serif and uh, sans serif or script, you know, mm -hmm. or vice versa. So you just have to make sure you're careful with that. Um, and it doesn't compete with the, the author logo. Because I try yeah. to pick text yeah. fonts for the author so that that sticks with them throughout the entire career um, mm -hmm. with BVS or wherever. And then the, the uh, book title is a separate thing, but they still are cohesive together. Mm -hmm. That's very so. cool. I really love uh, Cowboy Desire uh, jumps out because it has the uh, like lasso effect. Yeah, yeah, and so the, the D good. looks like a lasso, and I just, I, I think that's <laughs> cute and creative. <laughs> I always like to do that, you know, because you see certain logos and out in the world where they have that negative space thing that mm -hmm. just has like, you know, an arrow or something in it, and you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense with what they're doing. Right, yeah. So, yeah. I love that. I notice all kinds of, you know, cutesy little details like that. I My eye gets drawn to those kinds of things, so I... I love, I love when those, they make sense with like the title. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I love that too. And so I always try to incorporate something like that. There's some that you can't do that with. And then you're just trying to make it look really cool and three-dimensional with the shadowing and the overlapping. Yeah. Have you, have you ever had to go back and forth a lot with an author on a cover? Ooh, I'm yeah, and then think. tell us who was the worst. Like, <laughs> tell us all of the. No, I'm kidding. Trying <laughs> to get me in trouble. I see what's happening here. Um, no, <laughs> I'll be honest. Most of the art, most if not all, have really never really asked for any changes, which is weird because usually that happens. Um, there was one author early on. And we went back and forth and that was the one I referenced with the hair color. Mm. But I mean, that's understandable. You know, yeah. I'm registering it as a red and it's, you know, whatever bright dyed version. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can change that. That's fine. 
You know, mm-hmm. that's not anything dramatic or crazy. You know, you want your character to look right. Um, but really, I haven't had too much trouble with anybody. Um, sometimes I'll, there's like a couple that I'll be, hey, I love this image. Can I use it if I buy it? And I'm like, oh, do you really want to buy it? Because it's very expensive, you know? Yeah. You have to pay for it and then bring it over. I'm like, but if you really want, I'll make it work. Um, <laughs> no, that's fine. You know, I- I'm okay with working with that stuff. I mean, it's one of those things for me to do. I'll still edit the bejesus out of it. Um, <laughs> you know, do my thing. Uh, certainly, I want to give them the best version of whatever it is they want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I would feel, you know, sad because I didn't do my job properly. <laughs> Well, it, it yeah. jumps out. It jumps out when you look at it. The the ethic of your your work ethic yeah, just jumps out. For sure. And I think that's something about Black Velvet Seductions too, that we've interviewed a lot of these authors. And so, and and we are really close with Rick. We actually just talked to him yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh my gosh, he is so amazing. Rick's and a great, great, great guy. We tell him yeah, all the time. There's... There's something about his, uh, just the way he cultivates the people around him. And so Mm -hmm. he's brought in all of these people to work with him with Black Velvet Seductions. And every time we talk to him, we just give nothing but respect that he's pulled all of these really amazing authors and you and all the people that, that he has with this company. Um, I, I, I'm not surprised that you've never had too much trouble with any of the authors because they're fabulous human beings. <laughs> um, and, and that's so hard to find. Like it's so hard to, just a, a collection of people mm-hmm. that work so well together and are so great. Um, we love interviewing every, and that's why we asked him, we're like, we have to get a hold of this girl. <laughs> we have to know and, and be able to talk to her about her covers. Yeah, seriously. And I don't know if you've, I, I'm, I'll try to find the episode where we did had the discussion, but mm-hmm. um, it we could have also been just us talking to Rick. It, it could have been. Because we do talk to him often, and then <laughs> we forget when we're actually doing an interview versus like just having a chat. Your phone buddies, huh? Okay, we are. Yeah. 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 It's actually, fun. yeah. We were just saying the other day we don't get a chance to chat. Just sit and chat often enough. I know. I love his voice. He makes me happy. <laughs> it's hard to beat that accent, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Although I did tell him yesterday, I don't know if Lily was in the room, that not. there's nothing better than an Irish lilt. Ah. Oh, yeah. I got relatives in Ireland, so <laughs> I know. We, we have an Irish heritage ourselves, so it, yeah. it comes naturally. Oh, yeah. I, I try to fake it sometimes. I've, I've tried to do the, I narrated one of Kyle's books and I, I threw in an Irish accent in there a little bit and it was, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Oh, she did pretty well. Oh, goodness. Okay. 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 I might have to listen to that. I do have an Irish accent. We're coming up on St. Patrick's Day here soon. So yes. I know you have plenty of time to brush up on it. Yeah, it was, um, it was actually a, a Halloween. The succubus queen. It was a succubus queen. So it was a Halloween oh. <laughs> book that I did in Irish. So yes, I mean, absolutely. St. Patrick's Day. Go back and listen to the Halloween. <laughs> the okay, uh, Halloween okay. book, The Succubus Queen. I would definitely go listen to it. I do love a good Irish accent. 
I'm, yeah. Somehow I, I always end up turning into a Scottish one and I'm like, but I'm not <laughs> Scottish. So I'm not really sure how that works, but you know, <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried really hard. I'm, I'm a really good mockingbird. So if I listen enough to somebody, so if I find, and, and so I was listening to um, like voiceover experts and things. And so if, if I can listen to it enough and then get right into narrating, um, I do okay. But then just picking it up and throwing mm -hmm. it out there and in mid-conversation, it gets kind of difficult. <laughs> so I, have a, I, I was going to jump in with a, a question about sure. your art. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, these covers are art. Do you ever just do something for yourself that's not Ooh, art for, for author, art's sake? Art for art's sake? Mm -hmm. Hmm. <laughs> it's been a really long time since I've done that. Um, I haven't really done that since school. Um, I think I've been so caught up with work and everything else. Mm -hmm. Most of the time when I get home, I'm like, walk dogs, eat food, sleep. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind we, of we know how that is. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not that I wouldn't want to do it. Um, it's just finding the motivation to do it for myself, I guess. With um, with that, doing it for somebody else, there's a sense of responsibility and a timeline to things. Mm -hmm. So there's really no way to cut corners or to put it off. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah, it's for yourself, it's harder. I, I do, but it, you're still, I mean, you are creating art. So. Yeah. And and it's it's fun talking with you because your enthusiasm for the art comes through oh for sure yeah i mean i don't know i guess i guess i take every cover personal like um you know i want i guess i'm more of a person who likes to do things for other people mm -hmm. rather than myself um i guess this wouldn't be anyone any different really um you just want to you want to give them the best reflection you can of their work because writing a book is not easy uh, I'm as you know you, you write <laughs> um, it's gotta be I mean it takes up a lot of your life um you know when you want to go out and do something maybe inspiration suddenly strikes and you can't go do mm -hmm. it because you got to write it down right away mm -hmm. so um I mean they go hand in hand would I like to do more stuff for myself sure but it's harder to hold myself accountable to that um, rather than when I do that for somebody else. So know? it's, uh, you, so the, the author is kind of your artistic muse. I guess so. Yeah. Because they give me the, like that inspiration to create something for them, but like also hold me to it in a way. Um, maybe I'll get back into doing stuff for myself, but it would be a bit harder, uh, <laughs> if there's anything <laughs> for myself I know I can sometimes be a procrastinator in my personal life <laughs> well it's hard when you're you're incredibly busy and yeah. Lily and I both know what that's like um it's it's better if, like for me if I have deadlines or if I set deadlines and say I will write 10,000 words by <laughs> yeah. yeah bless you that's sounds like a terrible flashback to writing papers in my youth. <laughs> oh gosh, right. Um, so, what is what's next? Or you just um, have? Well, we asked if you do art for art's sake, but um, mm -hmm. 
are you working on anything right now, like with Black Velvet? Yes. Um, so I'm doing, well, I've got, Rick has an audiobook. I believe you were the one that made me voice it. Oh, um, I did. I yes. yes. The, the okay, anniversary. Okay, so that, yeah, so um, I'm doing the audio cover for that. Um, and then, yeah, so I'm turning that into an audio cover. And then I've got a couple of books in the works. Um, one's actually not going to be through BVS. It's going to be through Savage Publication. Um, so it's a little different, but, you know, not too much different. Mm -hmm. um, but those are coming up here. And then I've got a couple of pre-existing artists that I'm working on. I won't say too much because, you know, book launch and everything. You want to keep sure. it hush-hush. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, one of them coming up is Karen Hughes, um, and she's already got all of her stuff ready to go, um, but she's not the next in line. Um, we have like a priority list, but mm -hmm. we got a few things coming out, so hopefully you'll get to talk to those artists soon, or um, we can shoot you those covers if you want them. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, I don't know. The audio, uh, the audio book is new territory. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, oh, well, and we've been talking with, with Rick, or I have been quite a bit, because apparently he's having trouble getting it set. Okay. Uh, the the um, ACX is, can be such a pain to work with, and I hope nobody from ACX is listening right now. But no, They should be <laughs> listening, and they should hear that sometimes they make it really difficult to yeah. upload books and... All we want to do is just get our stuff up there and for people to listen to it. And it has to be such a process. I don't think Rick would mind me saying this, but he sent me the email that ACX sent and I, I showed it to Lily and we were both like, what the heck do they mean by metadata something, for the narrator? Something, something, something. And it's just, it's, it's so much. We're like, we don't, uh, that is unclear as to <laughs> what you need us to do. So human. Um, <laughs> Not in, in in coding language. Come on, <laughs> the right. average person is not going to know what you're talking about. Right. That is or, hard to like, with techies. Yeah, my name is wrong. The narrator's name. Yeah. It's just it's silly silly stuff. So, but I'm excited that he is getting a new cover for it, and that um, no. he's pushing along with that. So I I'm really excited to see that because I feel mm -hmm. I feel connected <laughs> to that book in a way. So. She had yeah, a lot of fun uh, reading it. I had a great time. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to hear it because that's something that's new territory. So it'll definitely be really cool to see that happen. Um, Lily, Lily has read uh, about 12 mm -hmm. of my books and then okay. another a handful a, a bunch for other authors yeah where we started branching out into um working for other authors with narration so it's been a really fun been a really fun ride for that that's very cool that's a hard thing to do um i always worry that if i were ever asked to do that i would definitely screw up words here and there <laughs> <laughs> my worry is always i I try to voice characters, so I try to give them at least slightly unique sounding voices. So when somebody's listening yeah. to it, they know when one character is talking over another. Um, but 
sometimes I run out of voices. Like sometimes I, I get a book <laughs> where it's like, there's so many people that I'm like, I don't have any more, I don't have any more um, variations to my own voice that I can do for these characters. So, but she that does a great job. She, she had, has fun. I know with my Halloween books. Oh yeah. I, I love listening fun. to her voicing the demons. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Those are super fun. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I we, guess. I don't know. You'd have to get a voice changer if you're going to change it up. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm going to need something because it, it gets really difficult. Some of these authors put in ridiculous amounts of characters. Oh, God. <laughs> you're like whiplash from all the different ones you have to switch over to. That's crazy. Yes. Oh and I God. have to make myself a list of like, and I, I make little notes of, you know, uh, you know, male, like Southern accent and like, all these like weird little notes. That's so, um, is there anything That's else we're going to have to, so we don't, you know, spend forever. Cause again, we tend to get off on tangents and just randomly talk. So, um, is oh, there okay. anything else our listeners could know about you or obviously black velvet seductions if they want to see your work obviously go there and and we'll um, have links in the description yeah to see your book covers but is there anything else our listeners should know about you um i mean i feel like i'm pretty easygoing um they can hit me up on facebook or um my website i guess i mean there's not really i'm always accessible through those, you can DM me anytime. Um, okay. Preferably appropriate content. <laughs> right. Yes, listeners, please don't send, you know. That'd be horrible. I hope it's there. But um, no, I mean, you know, I just really like doing covers and, um, if somebody wants me to help them out, I can, um, but otherwise, you know, doing graphic design, my, my regular day is not unheard of. I work my full-time job, which is uh, social media director and graphic designer. And then, you know, my other job, I'll do, I used to work at another place and they asked me to do like part-time stuff on weekends. Mm -hmm. So I help them out on weekends with their design stuff. And then obviously I do BVS too. So wow. You're busy. So busy. <laughs> very busy all the time. <laughs> I think I'm oh. you know. When, when do you have time for yourself? <laughs> um, you know, I watch I watch my my shows. Um for whatever reason I started getting into like Korean dramas and um Chinese dramas and then anime is a new thing I'm into. Um, so I do watch my shows and stuff, and then I spend an outrageous amount of time on TikTok, which I should not, but I cannot. <laughs> you <laughs> and everyone else who's ever downloaded TikTok. Oh my God, it's going to melt your mind. <laughs> oh, well, I start watching, and then for, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just be on here for two seconds, and then it's an hour later, and I'm like, what? What does? Where did the time go? I don't know what just happened to my life. It blinked by. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's not too much. Other than that, I mean, like I said, I got two dogs and it's like, you know, people hate this, but it's really like having kids, I would assume. Yeah. Um, we, we know we have two of our own. Yeah, we have dogs dog. um, <laughs> <laughs> that are that are so needy. So um, we have had a blast talking to you. I'm so glad Rick put us in touch and that 
you agreed to come because some people are like, um, no, I don't really want to <laughs> be on a podcast, but we're so happy that you said yes. And you came on to hang out with us tonight because it has been a pleasure very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We loved having you. I loved, uh, I loved being on here. Thank you so much for inviting me and hit me up anytime. If you have questions about cover design or anything, I'll, you know, I can definitely help you out if you need help. Oh, if you're offering, I will ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Jessica. We so much appreciate having you on. And listeners, you can click any of the links in the description to find where Jessica does cover art. And we will see you next time. This is Speak Seductively. Hang on. Speak Seductively. Yeah.